Welcome to the Ether. Today is Friday, October 28th, 2022. Today on the Ether, Super Terra hosts a catch up with Simon Chadwick. Return of the Cosmos Chats. Catch up, not like, like the red sauce, but like we're catching up. Let's take a listen. Hello. Hello, long time. It has been, hasn't it? Yes, absolutely. Uh, it's going to be interesting. It's very strange for me because I'm literally. Um, during my sort of um, you know lunch break, <laughs> as it were, but uh, but I think because of the, the the difficulties with time zones, this is probably the uh, the only sweet spot that we could find. But uh, but no, great! It's really thrown me, by the way, <laughs> that you don't have a picture now of a erect bull. Uh, great mint, by the way. I I had two myself from my. Uh, wrecked wolf and trippy wolf i think it was one per uh one right. already held uh but then when the actual um public mint was on i was i was at work and of course uh kepler doesn't work well on mobile and in, uh, I, I don't think I had any chance anyway because it looks like it's sold out in about a minute i think the public mint phase so <laughs> um, yeah wow but no, very good. And as you probably noticed, I've changed my PFP in support of the Skeleton Punks that are about to do their um, migration uh, remint, which I think is due in about three days' time. They've got some good ambitious ideas around uh, DeFi uh, rebooting, maybe one we could explore in a future spaces. Uh, I've spoken to our good friends from Terra Spaces. They, they will be uh, capturing this afterwards. But uh, I'm wondering if this is... a uh, not such a sweet spot, I guess. US, it's pretty early. Um, Europe's obviously you know, early afternoon mm. slash lunchtime. Uh, and what time is it for you? Uh, it's about 8.30 p.m. right now. Okay, that's not um, too bad. It's not terrible, no. It's uh, Yeah, I've actually got this uh, space, and then I've got to call Varel later to talk about some stuff. So, Oh, nice. Um, yeah. yeah. Okay, excellent. Well, I didn't really have anything kind of scripted or planned. I just thought it would be really good to um, – explore uh, some of the many things that you've uh, picked up on and seen in the last few weeks. And I'll obviously also well, share. The, the biggest one actually today happened today was osmosis listing on Binance. Oh, um, wow. Okay. Which is huge. So that's a big step in the right direction. I know it seems maybe trivial, but uh, yeah, it's, it's quite a, it's a step in definitely in the right direction. Um, uh, absolutely. Cause I know when I've been um, in the past trying to, uh, swap between the various Cosmos chains. Um, someone kindly had to give me a little bit of Osmo because I, I simply couldn't transfer anything. I'm sure you, have, you 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 know what I'm talking about when you've got well, a new Osmo's got a free option. Like you can actually select the option oh. right to the right to the left. You can actually do gas free. Oh, that's only handy. issue doesn't work on everything. It doesn't actually work on Axelon, so satellite, which is like transferring USDC. Oh right. Um, but it does work. It does work for most things. So you can select if you select yeah, the other option right on the left. 
Mm-hmm. Um, okay. That's free, so you don't need any Osmo, and that's very helpful. And it's actually probably one of the main reasons they've captured so much market share. Like, you know, they've built a, a great a great platform and some cool innovations. But, I mean, um, as far as, like, uh, things are concerned, I think that gas-free thing is the reason why they've captured – one of the biggest reasons they've captured so much liquidity, right? Um, because that's users would come in and just don't need gas, and it's just easier to use it. And of course, in my case, um, I didn't realize that unless unless that's a new feature, because I was probably first using Osmosis in maybe June of this year. No, no, uh, it's been, it's been, around oh, it's been there for a while. Oh, yeah, it's been well, for a while. naive user error on my part. But I did manage to get some and I now have a small amount in, in my wallet, which then allows me to uh, switch between you know, Stars, Juno, etc. And um, yeah, it works quite well. Uh, recent minting experiences have been good. Um, I don't know about yourself, but I've not gone too crazy, but I've been getting involved in some been, been some good Stargaze mints, uh, some really good Juno mints, obviously the, the various ones on the loop, um, NFT marketplace. And as I say, the stars Rex gang. Hard. Stars I find hard because like, it's so hard to convert stars into like, I don't know, yes. into like US dollars or things. Like when it's a currency that's worth something like ETH or like Lunar or uh, even Juno's not too bad. Like decimal places aren't too bad, but on stars, there's like a million, like it's like 900 stars and you've got to like do the conversion. It's like really hard to kind of figure it out. So that's one, <laughs> one of my pickles of stars is like. <laughs> it, it, it doesn't translate well. No, you're right. I remember when I was traveling around um, uh, Latin America a number of years ago and certain currencies, I'd always in my head work them out to either sterling or US dollar. But in some countries, you'd have hundreds of pesos. You go, I don't know what that is. I, mean, it, I think it must be a mental thing. You know, when you see a, um, you know, that's 40,000 something, oh my God, how much is that? You work out it's about 60 quid or something. But it, it, is, it is quite strange when, when you've got the small numbers. I think stars is about, is it about four cents or something or three cents? Yeah, so uh, so I've, I've, yeah, what, what was I minting the other week? Uh, I minted a couple of the Space Dape Society follow up collection of the. Uh, their companions, I can't remember what they're called now. Uh, they were like 69 stars, which is, I don't know, I think it's about three or four quid or something. So, you know, yeah. very reasonably priced mint. I think it was all to do with um, uh, a charity opportunity. Yeah. But, I mean, in terms of, in terms of other things, as you probably know from our our, our, our regular electronic chats, uh, a few minor health issues. I'm over those now. I feel a lot better. Uh, lots of other stuff going off behind the scenes, which uh, uh, I won't talk about on a spaces, but but you know about that. That's that's very much taking a lot of my uh, uh, mental energy. But clearly emerging the other side now, starting to do a lot more spaces. This is the third one I've done this week. And um, uh, really great to have, uh, you know, if you want a better expression, the old gang back. And I know um, that there's only a sort of a, a small audience for this one, but obviously it will be um, shared, recorded and distributed afterwards, which is always good. Um, for sure. so, so it's, really... it's, about re- it's about rebuilding the momentum, right? Like, Absolutely. Know, we, we used to do all these spaces <laughs> and uh... – you know, we built up a fair bit of an audience and then obviously the market's different as well and it's just about rebuilding it. It's been been a long time since we've been on this basis, so, yeah. Yeah, I was trying to work it out. I think, I want to say July, possibly. We, we did quite a few post-terror crash and we kept things going and then you did an epic uh, series of trips around the world, sort of Lisbon, Medellin, Texas, uh, various, I'm sure I've missed several out already yeah, that you did. Yeah, Paris, was it, I think, as well? No, Greece. So it was like Greece, yeah, Portugal, yeah. it was Lisbon and then 
had to get to to Greece and Crete, um, and then back. I had had to trek back to Spain, and then from there went to Medellin, and then it was a lot of travel. It was a lot of uh, uh, yeah trips. So yeah, back now though, it's it's now just back into full force um, building. Um, you know, spaces, community building, and all this sort of stuff is is spinning back up. But it just takes some consistency and some re- momentum rebuilding. I would say having a couple of uh, like guests on and stuff will probably accelerate that again. But um, yeah, absolutely. And I think for this first one, it was literally uh, just a, a kind of very general catch up. And I know obviously um, uh, we've got relatively limited time, but I think maybe we could pick one at a weekend where we've got a little bit more flexibility and perhaps could do either earlier in the day, my time, which would probably give you um, a bit more exposure um, if we're if we're looking at sort of a Asian sort of daytime, or indeed uh, could do later in the day if you fancy doing one at sort of early evening my time, which then might would have a better chance of capturing our our, our US uh, based uh, um, market in terms of uh, time zones. But I think so in terms of yeah, so osmosis that's huge. I hadn't fully appreciated just how much. Um, was involved there that's that's really uh, interesting um now that that is that is uh, that is very uh, very interesting um yeah uh, i mean in terms of trying to think of the other sort of aspects that, uh, that that i've been sort of monitoring um clearly we are still very much and i've said this on a number of spaces in a bear market but i actually do see you know green shoots of recovery i see there's 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 a lot more energy back in the space now and and um, albeit you know it's quiet at the moment uh, maybe time of day um there's a lot of obvious uh, <coughs> project rebuilds going on and i think there's some quite vocal community noises both positive and negative about the things that are being built um, but I am seeing more for want of a better expression I don't like the word but influencers in, in, in inverted commas seem to be re-emerging into the space the types of ones that would talk about oh 10x on this coin and that sort of thing those types of influencers went very very quiet for a while I think there's a sense that maybe the market's about to pick up again as they start to come out of hibernation and start throwing uh, darts at a board and trying to hit hit their lucky coin. I think you know the sort of people I'm talking about. <laughs> I, do, I do, but it's interesting. Like Cosmos, we're getting more of that because there's always shift towards Cosmos. I think, uh, interesting enough, like maybe some other ecosystems like Aptos and stuff kind of have this too, but um, Cosmos is kind of an interesting position even when there's the, this bear market. I mean, I talk to a lot of VCs and there's a lot more of a, like a shift towards Cosmos, um, which is cool. And uh, and even though we are in a kind of a downturn and everything is bleeding and falling apart, there is a lot of interest in Cosmos and there's a lot of stuff happening. So it makes sense that even when this bubble, we're getting this, um, which is cool. No, absolutely. And um, <clears throat> I think as well, I'm seeing uh, a kind of coalescing of a a new type of community where, and I've deliberately talked less about that time in May, uh, people still bring it up on my spaces because obviously it was a big event in the year. But I'm seeing now more people talking very much more holistically about a broader uh, crypto community, a broader adoption uh, and broader focus on there's a lot of multi-chain projects now. I think clearly, you know, you, you, your, your PFP, your first ever one, Simon, uh, very much reflects that um, in the, the Rect gang as, as one example are, are on 
ETH. They, I think, t- did a collection on Polygon. They obviously originated in Terra, and they've now just launched on um, on Juno. So there's lots of other projects starting to do that as well. Uh, this week, Hero minted uh, their latest uh, collection on Stargaze. So that, that that's effectively three chains for those guys, uh, with obviously Solana, um, as their original mint alongside um, Terra One, uh, and they are intending, I believe, to port their Terra One heroes to either Solana or, indeed, I think, bridging to to other chains. So there's there's lots of uh, lots of uh, positives, and I, I do feel that we're starting to see some links between what were perhaps previously separate communities. Yeah, hold up, can you hear me? Yeah, yeah, absolutely. Yeah, I can hear you. So it went very quiet for a moment. Okay. Um, yeah, um, yeah, that's cool, man. It's it's good to see that upbringing. Uh, the multi-chain thing is definitely uh, coming up. I think, you know, even with Eclipse and stuff, like we've played kind of like the way we see it is the importance of capturing one market first um, and really solidifying and helping and supporting that that entire ecosystem. Um, but then, you know, as far as kind of Eclipse goes, we, we do have code base built for all the major chains. Like that's been built over the last, you know, 12 to 15 months has built code for all these ecosystems. So, you know, we have the potential to go multi-chain. Um, it's just choosing when to do it. It's the same thing with an NFT. If you go across four chains from day one, some you don't really have as much market penetration or as much like focus because you're not like focused anywhere, right? Um, which is fine. But I think it's, it's almost like a merit of once you, you build a community and then go multi-chain is sometimes a better way around to do it. Absolutely. I mean, it makes sense to sort of start almost like a proof of concept with one chain and then establish that it works. And at that point, uh, use the scalability. And I guess that's where the, where, where Cosmos is very good, because the underlying code base um, for uh, the Cosmos e- ecosystem kind of lends itself to, um, you know, to writing contracts uh, from one to another. I know that there were some challenges and differences uh, taking work from the old Terra ecosystem to other parts of the Cosmos chain. But I think now you, know, you prove it out on, 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 on one um, Cosmos chain and you can very, I say very easily, I'm sure there's a bit more to it than that, but you can readily port most of the kind of core of the work and then uh, obviously roll out that concept on, on another Cosmos chain. I don't think it's as easy as they make it out to be um, in general, <laughs> but it is definitely like optimized for that um, in a way. Like if you want to kind of go to your own chain or like migrate, I think that's kind of a, a, a easier feat or whatever. But no, I'm excited. I, I think we're in a good position. Um, I think, you know, we could see further blood in the markets and stuff for sure. And it's not handy. And, you know, building a launch pad in a bear market is a, definitely an interesting task. Um, I, you can tell I like pain, but it's it's also a great <laughs> opportunity at the same time. So it's like kind of there's two sides of the coin. Oh, absolutely, and obviously, I know I'm I'm sort of peripherally um, involved and, and and enjoying what 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 you're uh, massively focused on. But yes, I think it's a good time to get the building blocks in place. But I can imagine that. Um, it, it's it's not the easiest landscapes we're working in. I mean, in terms of that broader market, uh, the the sense I get is the macroeconomic position globally 
is fragile right now. Um, there's, there's certainly, I mean, certainly where I live, uh, the local economy there is, is, is having lots of fun and games, uh, not least um, since I last spoke to you on one of these spaces, we've had three prime ministers and, uh, and, a, and a, new, a new monarch. So, so, you know, that sort of stability in of itself is obviously going to have an impact. But I think more globally, you know, we're seeing still you know, pressures on the energy costs, um, the, the, uh, the conflict in, in Ukraine uh, still weighing heavily on markets and mines. Um, and I think all of that, even though we might think that crypto is a separate sphere, uh, the, the confidence uh, and, and the source of, of you know, funds for input is all influenced by other macroeconomic factors. But to put into a positive, uh, I can see a lot of big corporations now are looking at metaverse opportunities. Um, the likes of Reddit are perhaps not in the way I would, would say is traditional NFT approaches, but they are they are looking at really ramping up their, their presence in that market as well. All of these, for me, are great positive indicators of a broader adoption that is slowly but surely underway. And that, I think, is probably the reason why we'll see the bounce sooner in this sector than perhaps in some of the other market sectors in in in, in the in the broader world except for maybe meta <laughs> facebook's having a <laughs> hell of a time with that one yeah I saw Zuckerberg, uh, not that he's the most popular man in the world, not remotely, but he's getting a lot of pain on socials. I saw that uh, earlier today. I think they took a massive out of out of hours hit on their on their stock overnight. I mean, I don't really follow it that closely. I did see a couple of threads that came through this morning, my time. So, yeah, he's clearly, clearly getting hit um, quite hard with that for sure. And um, uh, yeah. Maybe maybe their approach is is not quite hitting that sense of independence and decentralization for very obvious reasons. Yeah, I mean, there's other things like NFT wise, some stuff that happened. I mean, it's kind of been in the pipelines for a while. Like the the stuff with Apple and the NFT in the marketplace. Um, you know, in terms of needing to have, I was like thirty percent. They take a thirty percent commission on like anything NFT sales related. And then you can't like enable u- utilities for NFTs within the app. So like you can't have like own an app to get unlocked benefits inside an application. So it's quite interesting, like um, potentially like some good out of that to protect users, but also like a, a pretty decent cash grab there too. Yeah, no, no a- a- abs- absolutely. And I think um, the, if you like, the, the type of event that, that will really kind of move this forward is, is a, a kind of well-regarded, well-respected uh, player that bridges other markets, and I wonder if it might come from um, the uh, the kind of the music entertainment sector. Um, certainly, I've seen some big names in that space getting active again, talking about crypto, and, and I think they they obviously have their their large fan base followings that you know, transcend uh, the more perhaps technically minded uh, of us that are focused on this space. So this, so yeah, I think it's. It's going to be interesting to see how the how the adoption curve goes, but um, we do need to move away from the um, the perhaps the, the lack of stability that, that 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 is perceived from the outside and sometimes experienced from the inside in the crypto space. But as I remind people, we're we're still in the very early days of building. You know, it's not quite wild west, but um, that there are sort of um, 
uh, rogue elements, or shall we say, well-intentioned, but um, not fully fledged offerings that are out there. And, and of course, they're going to have glitches. You know, one of my favorite phrases from our, from our old Spaces series was that we're all beta testers. You know, we, we are, we are um, carving a new path um, as, as we go on. So with that in mind, uh, really fascinated to hear um, you know, wh- wh- where you are with regards to the kind of development of the, of the launch pad. I know that from a point of view of um, a lot of very good, um, you know, deep thoughts got into it, but very interested to hear kind of any, any likely next steps, more really to share, obviously, with, with this audience and, and, and when it's um, you know, shared more broadly after this uh, event. Yeah, so you want some alpha? Oh, yes. <laughs> I always like my alpha. You know that. <laughs> well, B-Bands is the one that's going to get the alpha. Um, so uh, <laughs> there is actually, I am working on an airdrop proposal at the moment. So the airdrop, um, like it's like a rough announcement um, for mm-hmm. what we're doing for Eclipse Pad. Um, so I've cut out some of the specifics like snapshot dates and like, um, specific requirements for these airdrops. I've talked to each different community. Uh, I am a little bit tentative with it. It's, it's definitely a hard one because I talk to advisors that tell me not like, they're like, don't airdrop like too much because it's like lots of like kind of modeling and mass to go into it. Um, but I think in this community it makes sense. So it's just trying to kind of juggle all these pieces and to do it right. And this is kind of, yeah, a lot more about like exposure and, and stuff like that and getting some like hype and buzz and getting users excited about it. So, yeah, just structuring that at the moment and getting that kind of ready to kind of push out and, and announce and kind of get some eyeballs and some excitement. I, I really kind of want to align it with the docs, um, which is still proving to be like a monster of a task, but I'm powering through them. Um, I'll hopefully get something out pretty kind of soon that's rough and that's, um, you know, there'll be some sections that aren't completely filled out. Um, but for the most part, it just needs a, it just needs a good cleanup and, uh, hopefully have that so that when the eyeballs come on from some of these announcements, people understand kind of what's happening. Um, so yeah, that's, that's kind of what's happening, you know, test nets around the corner and a few things, but, you know, just powering away, uh, powering away at it and then looking to, you know, get things set up. Um, there is some pressure to launch at some point soon. That's a bit difficult with a pad because you don't want to launch too soon and in the wrong market, it can really destroy uh, the long-term reputation of something like a launch pad. But, you know, there's, there's some kind of plans to kind of launch other uh, you know projects before our own and get some decent kind of launches under the belt. So pushing forward with that. Excellent. I think certainly in the community, people always get very excited when, when they hear about um, those kind of little crumbs of opportunity called airdrops. I, I, I have a view similar, similar to, to you in that you don't want to make them too large, you don't want to make them too um, you know, overt in some respects. They need to be tied to something that's really going to retain value. And I think that's, that's, that's part of the challenge. But I think... Yeah. A lot of this space grows through that because by airdropping, you do get that adoption automatically because people have an instant stake in, 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 in the future of the project. And I think the key is um, giving people the sense of why they would then maintain that and the value that they would have from it. Uh, and I'm sure, obviously, as, as, as time goes on, you'll be able to uh, um, share that out because I know I'm not going to leak any uh, any any of the private sort of bits and pieces that, that i've looked through but i think i think i'm right in saying you, you've got a um a next stage uh, document either out or due to be out very soon that kind of gives a bit of a hint of what's coming for for the launch pad i think it's already out i think i put a i put out uh, an, an article the other day 
that has kind of a little bit of like it's got some alpha in there, but it's also mm-hmm. like yeah, I put push that out with a video like the 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 uh, d- demo UI, which is a demo. Um, oh yes, absolutely. Yes, yes, I did see that. Yes, yes. I think I've seen the drafts. I was trying to remember if it was actually uh, live, live yet. Yeah, um, we have we have a couple of things. We've got like a second home page coming that's got kind of more educational stuff and a couple other pages still to fill into the demo UI. But it's kind of exciting. It's, look, it's looking great. I'm proud of the devs. There's been a grind behind the scenes um, for sure. Uh, yeah. Um, and so that's out. And then, you know, the next one is article is going to be an airdrop announcement. Um, and then obviously pushing the docs out too. So docs, testnet, airdrop announcement, all in kind of one hit and then locking in some decent projects and announcing that and then kind of paving the way to grow. So yeah, it's, it's a lot to do, but it's, it's, we're getting there. Excellent. Well, I look forward to that and look forward to uh, having a, a more sort of active role in, 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 in that whole experience going forwards, uh, which I think more of which at a later time. Um, so I was trying to think in terms of other, other things that, that have been catching the eye. I know that you spent some time um, at various conferences. What was the main theme that you took away, you know, in terms of, I guess, number one, market sentiment, uh, number two, anything that really caught your eye as, as a really impressive project or build that, that that's potentially going to really kind of wow the market? I see a fair bit of stuff. Like I do get a fair few decks that come across uh, kind of the table talking to projects. VCs especially are kind of looking at, you know, they're placing their bets on, uh, especially in Cosmos around uh, more solutions that they're kind of a chain agnostic within Cosmos that gather and collect value from different things. Um, many still kind of infrastructure related, but there's some cool ones that are out. Um, as far as DeFi, they're obviously aware that there is less obviously retail users in the space. So uh, there is a lot more focus on kind of perpetual platforms. Uh, you'll see lots of like order books and stuff being a big focus, like anything that kind of enhances those experience. But the retail-facing dApps don't seem to get as much traction um, from the VCs in general. There's a couple of like really, really interesting projects that I've seen. I'm showing to a chain on uh, Cosmos at the moment that is building you know, Z- ZK digital identities. And they've been building on ETH for a long time and they've come over to set up their own chain. And uh, they're actually really, they've got massive experience and background and They've they've got a pretty pretty solid community. I think they've got like four hundred thousand users already using some of their products behind the scenes. Wow! Um, and they're cool guys, and be chatting to them for a fair while. So they've kind of moved over to Cosmos, and they're setting up a chain, and they're going to kind of be. Um, I know we've got Check ID, but these guys are kind of, I think a little bit more advanced, and they're kind of mm-hmm. building a decentralized identity. So there's some stuff that we can do with it. That's with them. That's really cool. So um, setting up uh, anti cyber uh, stuff for airdrops. And there's a lot around um, also for the for the launch pad, which is really cool, is we can almost build these profiles behind the scenes and everybody gets like a digit like a like a decentralized identity where um, we can track like you can track investor behavior almost. And whether you like this or not, I think we could still kind of get a bit of a, a bit of a scope on t- on top of like uh, is is a user creating loads of cyber wallets, right? Is that like you know they're not a great quality user or is this user dumps all his airdrops or does this right then you can kind of like uh, does he do wash trading and you can kind of label some of these things and then you know if you're doing airdrops or you're doing idos and stuff like that you can kind of um get a bit of an idea and can kind of limit or not not 
exclude, but sometimes like penalize potentially on specific actions. And you can also do this for good behavior, right? Where you've got like really good investors that have specific parameters and through the on-chain kind of KYC and, and digital identity, you can kind of track this stuff, which is useful for protocols because you're trying to collect good users, you're trying to collect good community and you want to reward and incentivize that. And uh, you, you can do that with all this stuff. So it's pretty cool. Excellent. Uh, that sounds that sounds potentially really exciting. Also, the, the scale is already there from from, uh, from what you've described. And um, <clears throat> I guess the other one that sort of uh, caught my eye on your on your travels was I think um, at one stage you were actually at a, a hackathon. Uh, again, anything interesting coming out of that, or is it a bit too early to say? Um, I was at uh, I was at Hackwasm. And there was some interesting stuff, but there was nothing that I really saw that I was like, you know, this is amazing. I mean, there's a couple of Eurode aggregators and a couple of different uh, things, but they're very tech heavy. Like, uh, I mean, a lot of these get really, really techy, and um, uh, that obviously excites me a bit less. Like some of them, I've, I've talked to a few projects that are building kind of on Juno and stuff that are really exciting right now for Cosmos, uh, but they're too early for me to reveal any details. Um, I'm really excited about Passage. In general, uh, Passage 3D, like I think those guys are making like big waves, and you know, with Caleb Applegate as their you know new CEO, uh, which I've known for a little while, but you know, that's that's a big, uh, that's a huge move. Like for many people that know Caleb in the space, he's he's a momentum builder and he's he's a big hitter, and bringing that kind of momentum behind a platform like Passage um, really brings stuff uh, forward. So I'm, I've got a huge amount of respect for those guys. Absolutely love what they're doing. Um, and you know, all the VCs I've introduced to them have been really excited as well. So it's just, it's just a good bet. It's a good, good positioning and, and they, they, they keep building. So I'm excited for passage. Uh, I was at NearCon and I saw a lot of stuff on Near. So I know that it's not Cosmos, but there was some fair bit of development happening over on Near. I think like 800 platforms now or 800 protocols on Near. So there's definitely some stuff there. And then on Cosmos, I'm still, I'm still, I'm still seeing some exciting stuff happening, but. I'm not fully seeing the DAP level just yet. Um, I mean, it's coming. I mean, Say Network's getting some like kind of DAPs on, uh, cool DAPs on top of it. But I think there's there's going to be a wave of of DAP applications, and I mean more from like a user focused platforms building rather than just infrastructure solutions. And kind of as that comes out, um, it's going to get pretty exciting. Like new money markets are coming out, and um, you know, new, new, uh, like order books and new things. And that's going to make it, uh, really exciting when we start getting this, like leveraging, we start getting like composability within the cosmos for sure. Excellent. Yeah. And I think, um, with a lot of these, like say, when you're looking on the surface on the outside, looking in, it's, it's not always immediately apparent what the value would be. And, um, so yeah, we need to understand, um, you know, what's, what's what, um, but, uh, yeah, I mean, ultimately, um, uh, innovation moves at pace, but sometimes obviously it's veiled until, um, it's kind of moved from that kind of initial, you know, test and hack well, phase. Well, we need liquidity as well, right? Like you can oh, yeah, build absolutely. great stuff inside Cosmos, but without the liquidity, it's, it's very, very tough because you can't operate money markets without this liquidity, right? And I know Osmo has got liquidity, but it hasn't got enough, right? So there needs to be <clears throat> more of a drive towards liquidity. And some of that's going to come from VC. Some of it's going to come from user adoptions and sex listings. Um, but, but we do need deep liquidity and we need deep pools. We need, um, you know, a functioning money market that, you know, has got liquidity. 
Um, and, and then when we get more of that, we'll start to see these composable layers. We'll start to see leveraging happening again with the late hate, love it or hate it. Um, we'll start to see like these more exciting kind of uh, DAP platforms come through. And then, you know, the users will come from that. Like it kind of happened on Terra, right? Like there was you no know, Prism and then there was, you know, like uh, yeah. you know, Kinetic and like heaps of stuff was starting to build and anchor and everything kind of expanded from that. And um, so, yeah, when that kind of kicks in, we're going to see a lot, lot, a little, lot different landscape for Cosmos for sure. Oh, absolutely. Uh, and I think so. I'm kind of sort of I've got a rueful smile because I remember we, we were getting very excited about lots lots of the on ramps. And, and um, I know that you know, the likes of Kado and others have kind of you know, pivoted to to, uh, to to look at new chains and opportunities. But some of those really clever things needed scale, had scale and then had to to divert. But hopefully that sort of innovation will reemerge, as you say, as as uh, as. Um, as as the scale goes up um, in in other chains, um, so I just wonder. Actually, I can see we've got got a few people gathering now, which is fantastic. Uh, as we always do, we set these things off with, uh, in this case, little fanfare and an unusual time of day to do this. Um, but if anyone wants to step up, um, we've got um, got a few minutes. Um, uh, Simon's obviously back from uh, quite an epic. Um, tour of a lot of different places many conferences and we've been talking for the last sort of half an hour about kind of observations either on the market or things that have been seen uh, and plus my own observations of uh, some of the many uh, changes and innovations that we're seeing despite the fact that um, you know we're very much in, in a bear market phase so if anyone wants to step forward and uh, and and, uh, and join us please do as always it's it's the standard format and it's always welcome um um, otherwise, I can see uh, Amanda. Great to yeah, see I you. Yeah, Amanda up because I know she loves to talk. To you. <laughs> Excellent. No, great, great. I'm really excited, Simon. This is um, it's a great project, and um, yeah, I was happy to un uh, work for a little bit doing BD for you. Um, and yeah, I just I still push it like everywhere, talking about Eclipse Pad, and I think it's going to be a great. I know that you guys said that you're planning on launching other projects before um, your own token. Do you have any like? And I might not have caught the beginning of this. <clears throat> Do you have any like launch date in mind, like quarter one or what are we thinking? Yeah, it's a couple projects that I'm talking to. Like I'm still doing DD on on uh, a couple of different chains and projects. Kind of want to have a Juno project in there because you know it makes sense. It's, it's launching on Juno, uh, but I'm still talking with a couple pos uh, possibilities. It's a little bit hard around launch dates and stuff around. Uh, you know, making sure you've got enough build up, making sure you're launching um, into a good market or at least like at the right like amount because you don't want your first project to be a flop, but definitely not. Um, but, I mean, the space in general is not just about Eclipse. In general, we're talking Cosmos wider. But, yeah, I, I'm excited. I think there's, there's a – we're looking – I think we're looking at end of this year um, depending on alignments of different launches. Um, I mean, this pressure for us to launch, which isn't as fun. Like I know, you know, there's, there's lots of pressure to go, Hey, launch and all this sort of stuff. But I also don't want to give into that pressure because I listen to the advisors who say, don't launch too early. Don't rush it. Don't do things stupidly because it's not about the tech build, like the tech build we could launch. It's about all the other pieces. Gotcha. Awesome. Yeah. I'm super excited. It's, uh, it's, it's crazy trying to see or at least see the projects that are planning on launching in a bear market so it's it's encouraging because i feel like things are going to turn around quickly i would agree and i was saying that very similarly to simon that i do feel i'm seeing some green shoots now and whilst it's still relatively 
um, quiet compared to you know, a few months ago in terms of the, the, the volume of people kind of engaging in these sorts of uh, conversations. What I am seeing is just a little bit more confidence cutting through in some of the private discussions I'm having with um, individual projects and people. So I, th I think I think those green shoots are are, are slowly emerging, uh, and there are some good stories that um, I think will build as we move towards the next uh, bull market. I do think we are some way away from a bull market, though, being, being absolutely brutally honest. But I, I do think the perhaps the, the deepest of the dip is is either we're in it now or we're just about to pass that kind of, you know, the, we're in the eye of the storm and we're coming out the other side slowly but surely is, is my, my, my sentiment belief, shall we say. But it's hard as a pad. I think one of the hard things is, you know, talk to people and they're like, hey, what, what projects are you launching? What do you have locked in? I'm like, I talk to a lot of projects. We ha we talk to a lot of projects, and I think the most quality projects—not all of them, but like uh, most quality projects—are are, you know they're funded or they're waiting, right? Like they they're not rushing into their launch uh, for the most part, and because they can afford not to, and it's kind of the smart move to do it. So, you know, as a platform, it's about sourcing like as much wide de quality deal flow as possible, and then figuring out who is still wanting to launch in this market, and not forcing anyone to launch but be quite strategic and smart about it. And there's definitely platforms that would launch now and that would still do well. Um, and so it's up to those teams to kind of gauge it. But it does get difficult a little bit as a launch pad because you do have that pressure and expectation, especially when you're raising, uh, like you're raising for VCs. And they're like, hey, what projects do you have in your pipeline? You're like, well, we're talking to a lot, but, <laughs> you know, like these guys aren't going to launch and, you know, these guys aren't going to launch in this quarter, right? Like, you know, they that that could be suicidal. Um, so it's interesting, but I mean, a lot of the building for, of a launch pad as well is around how can you build it up so that you can then start doing launches in any market, right? And also, how can you build this infrastructure platform layer so that when the market does shift, you are like positioned to be really like revolutionary and, and really take over. So and we're not just building it for the bull market, we are building it for the bear market. But in terms of like launches, there is some building up that needs to happen before you can be in a position to like go, hey, we're going to start doing these big launches all the time. You try to do that, like look at the NFT result, results on like space wide, right? I mean, this is different to NFTs, but you've got to be strategic with it and get yourself to a position where you can still be doing these bigger launches. Uh, absolutely. <clears throat> absolutely. Sorry, I lose my voice there. <laughs> well, whilst we've got you up here, Amanda, what's been catching your attention in the market in the last uh, few weeks? Um. I would say, as Simon said earlier, like uh, definitely say network um, connected with them at Cosmoverse. And at the time they had like 50 different dApps that were planning on launching. And I think now it's like closer to 75 or 80, which is just mind blowing. Um, but yeah, great, amazing network. And they're doing something right. So really, really, um, yeah, bullish on say I'm a sailor. Excellent. I need to have another chat with Say actually. Uh, that would be probably a smart move uh, with so many projects launching and stuff. We, I remember we were on a chat with those guys and we were talking about when they were launching and how they were launching and stuff like that, right, Amanda? But I think we need to kind of like re-engage and have another chat with them about uh, or, or have another chat yeah. about like projects and launches because, I, can, I mean, we're, we're I, planning to be Cosmos-wide, so, yeah. Right, right, right. I think, um, I think Token Launch from my last conversation with some of their team was end of this year. So definitely circle back. 
Yeah, I mean, I talked to them and we talked to them in Archway and like the consensus was like that uh, they were waiting and there was kind of no confirmation. So that's pretty good news. Um, but I mean, even stuff launching on top of their chain. Yeah, I'll, I'll yeah, circle back and have a conversation because it could be strategic. Yeah, of course. Yeah, they're um, yeah, just some awesome projects. And of course, they've got integrations with I think there's a spaces later with Kato that they're doing because, of course, Kato's killing it and, you know, integrating with everybody which they should so um yeah bullish on kato too i'm bullish on anybody who's like got a decent team and they're good people so i think team is is the heart of it as well if, if you've got a good sort of tight approach and i think as i was saying earlier build the right tech and even if the market isn't right once it once it picks up you know, you, you'll fly with it as well. Um, so, uh, no, that's re really, really, really very positive. Um, so looking, as you can see, the, the audience is, is increasing a bit, which is fantastic. And if anyone else wants to step forward, I've uh, got about another probably 10 to 15 minutes. Because um, unusually for me, um, I've sandwiched this, in, sandwiched this in the middle of my, my working day. So um, it, it's, uh, it's good to actually find a, a sweet spot as, as much as it can be with, with the, uh, the different time zones that we, we all inhabit. Wait, what happened? Uh, I don't could, could you hear me then? I was just sort of uh, saying if anyone else, ah, we've got someone else stepping forward. Um, I don't know what happened there. It all went silent on me as well. Spaces have been like rugging bad recently. Yeah. So we've we got someone else stepping forward. Uh, Jappa Jam, welcome. Hey, folks. Good morning from uh, East Coast US. Hope you guys are well. Love seeing some of, uh, of y'all up here and in the room. Um, Simon, great job. I remember hearing um, hearing about this plan early on and uh, excited to see what y'all are doing. Um, I showed up a little bit late, but I figured I'd throw a a, um, a doozy question at you, maybe not. Do you guys plan on maybe being strategic with some of the projects that are launching and trying to compose them together in advance and maybe listening some pitches and listening, looking at some tech and looking at some solutions and saying, hey, you know, this team and that team might fit well together. Why don't we get y'all together? We can get you a little bit more funding and, and maybe make a, a little bit more of a more robust, useful solution. Yeah, I've kind of been doing this a little bit behind the scenes, not to kind of that extent. Um, behind the scenes, I'm I'm actually doing like introductions all day, every day to between VCs and different projects and VCs and projects. I, I think you know we we plan on building an an accelerator program. Um, we're talking to a couple of really good uh, like partners about that. It's been a little bit hard because so much of my focus has gone on to you know building out like the platform and having the tech and the tokenomics and all this stuff ready. But that sounds like a brilliant idea, and I'm talking to a couple kind of earlier stage projects that sound really interesting tech wise. And I think as part of the accelerator, that could be really cool to go into like pitch contests and hackathons and start to piece together like the early stages of that. Like, as you said, uh, I think that could be really, really fun and cool. It's just at the moment, it's a little bit of bandwidth, right? Like um, kind of juggling a few things and trying to scale up in the right way, making sure that it's not um, you know, taking on 10 million things and getting uh, you know, overwhelmed. You, you mean we're not supposed to take on 10 million things, get overwhelmed and try to do too much? I, I need some advice, man. <laughs> I do that anyway, <laughs> but then it gets out of hand, and it's like, okay, now, and then it's like, Simon, learn to delegate. <laughs> Watch you and I both. I think that's like the moral of like every story. It's like delegate, please. 
Yeah, my, it's, it's my, dad used to tell, my dad used to tell me as a kid, you know, sure sign of maturity is making sure that you know that the volume knob turns to the left. And uh, now I added to that, you know, also that it, it's okay to say, no, I, I can't do another job. Because, you know, getting into crypto, everyone's like, you know, yeah, I've got three or four jobs. I'm like, cool, I could do that. Yeah, no. <laughs> but yeah, the, the composability idea is fun. And I think in our role, Simon, because, you know, I do something similar, but in a different um, realm is... Um, is being able to see these projects to come to you as entity and to themselves and knowing about the landscape of the different projects and saying, Hey, you know, we could take this and match them with that and have something really super cool. Yeah, fully agreed. And I'm really keen to explore that. And I think we will more, I mean, in the future, I see us having good hackathons and pitch contests and, and yeah, doing a lot of this kind of work of like even team building, right? Like, a part of this accelerator, a lot is going to be how do we make, how do we build a good team? How do we put together like match two really good, like a dev and someone who's really good at marketing together or this sort of stuff to create like really successful dApps? Because, you know, um, that's what it's all about. You know, it, it's, it's about, it's not about successful dApps, but it's around like, how do you help someone who's maybe like developer, a very good developer who doesn't have as much business experience or, um, as much stuff and, and none of pieces advisors, right? How do you find good advisors that help founders to, uh, whether it's technical advisors or like business advisors that help founders actually implement their ideas. It's something I'm going through right now, which is like, actually I'm bringing on kind of high profile advisors that have lots of experience and they're good quality and they can actually give you so much outside, uh, perspective and direction on what, pro- what do you prioritize? Right? Like, because I think, this is a big thing in crypto and, and if you take a bit of source from like the traditional finances, like sometimes the priorities of what order you build in is kind of the other way around, right? You can sometimes build something and then try and find a user as opposed to finding a user and then building something. So all these different pieces and stuff, I think we'll put it together. And, and I like, I love your idea of composability. I think, I think we could do some really cool stuff with that. Yeah. And you're, and you're spot on. It's all about the people. I mean, at the end of the day, you're going to have good technology, you're going to have good ideas, but unless you get the right people on the bus, um, that, and and not necessarily the right people that are all like amazing, perfectly, you know, good moral humans, but people that, you know, you know how they tick, you know, the kinds of collaborators that, that bring out the best in them. So, you know, that, that proverbial team building and galvanizing process, um, and I, you know, Simon, I, you and I have talked a couple of times and, and I know that it's important to you to get to know people, um, and to, you know, get to know the, the ethos behind what they're doing and their verbs. So, you know, that goes a very long way. Um, there's a lot of good programmers out there and there's a lot of good ideas out there and you just got to be, you know, strategic and, you know, getting the right people together. And I know you're on your way with that. I, I think the other people piece. you have on your own team. <laughs> Yeah, they, they're legends. I think, you know what? Like one of the big things that I see a lot of that could really shift a lot in the space too, and I think about this a lot, is I see so many really talented teams with really good projects that just don't know how to package and sell what they have, right? Um, and that's huge. I mean, I, I see some stuff and I'm like, this could be really cool, but I can't understand. If I can't understand it like I'm five or 10, like it's going to be so hard to explain to anyone else. And, and I mean, it depends on who your market is, right? If your market, your heavy infrastructure and you're selling to heavy infrastructure, cool, that's fine. But if you can't package and sell your offer um, and make it like understandable and just literally that I can read, look at your profile and go, 
understand what they do, <laughs> then you're, you're shooting yourself in the foot in a massive way. So I do see that a bit. Yeah. You know, it's, it, it's interesting. We have a, um, um, a team that built a really good project for their WBA capstone. And I mean, it's great. It, it's a great project. I, it, I think it's going to be a big project. Um, but I was talking to them. I'm like, well, you know, how's your pitch deck? And they're like, what? I said, you don't even know what a pitch deck is? You know, so it's like these people that, you know, th- this team that is brilliant and they can build an amazing project and, and they have vision and, and they're a strong team. But like you said, they, they don't even know what a pitch deck is. So they need that component of it. Um, and not only, you know, the basic pitch deck kind of thing, but to your point, Simon, you know, you need people that understand um, audience. You know, yeah, you need to have your tr- teach show me like I'm five, but you also need to be able to pitch it to the I'm going to try to take more equity than you're willing to build, you know, VC. And at the same time, you know, your your basic user of the ecosystem user of the ecosystem that you're building in um, your audience on Juno is going to be a little different of of what their lens is than what you know your say audience is going to be so you know the idea of a pitch deck or a pitch that is you know you have 40 or 50 slides and you choose the 10 that fit a specific audience you know that is um that is a a lens and a strategy that's just a, a good bit different than writing beautiful code um, as an avid contributor to the you know Geno ecosystem, I like uh, I'm currently working on it, and there's this app I'm developing which I'm having problems with, and you know I followed you Jaffer Jack to your Instagram account, and coincidentally you were hosting a AMA, so I just all joined this AMA, and, and now I see it's it's about the it's about the Cosmos ecosystem. So like, uh, are there any other developers out here who are working on Juno ecosystem? On Juno. Um, many of yeah, them, on Juno. Many of us. Jappa, you're doing a lot of stuff on Juno, right? We're building on Juno. Um, yeah, there's a lot of stuff happening on Juno. Yeah. Uh, WBA, our first cohort, was targeted towards Juno, and so most of our cadets have deployed contracts uh, to Juno Testnet. Yeah. Yeah, so apparently I'm also working on the, you know, deploy contracts on the Juno Testnet. And we're launching this uh, basically uh, audio audio like DAP, which is like a Spotify, the decentralized version of a Spotify. And uh, you know there are some complex complexities that we're facing. So we were like, I was looking forward to someone who has already worked into the Juno ecosystem. So like, if anyone is, uh, if JP, if you could help me out, or you know anyone else, that would be really nice because I'm I've been like working on the ecosystem for the past week. And it's pretty hard to work on the documentation as well as on the testnet. It's my, I mean, I've worked on blockchain before, but this one is very different. Are you by chance associated with Mike? Yes, I am associated with Mike, and Mike gave you uh, Mike gave me your Twitter username. Yeah, we're gonna we're gonna be we're gonna get on a call early next week. We'll uh, we'll hammer some stuff out. Oh, okay, that's that's really good to know. And I'm really enjoying the space right now. So you could just, you guys can continue. Amazing. Amir's had his hand up for ages. He's been waiting patiently, the connectivity issues. I tried to bring you up like a few times. So take yeah. it away, man. Hi, hi everyone. I hope you're fine. Hi, Super Terra, Simon. Hello. Good to see um, you. 
Yes, thank you as well. Likewise, I hope everyone is having a good day. Yeah, the the reason why um to come back to what you were mentioning, the reason why is I think that the, that like um that people are having a little bit of trouble with um good good teams having trouble market their stuff is that it's very techy and also trying to move a little bit maybe too fast from web two to web three and without like taking the necessary all the necessary steps like um marketing wise and education wise like the, the the way the way you did it at loop is pretty good and pretty pretty damn good actually and uh, same with eclipse uh the, the demo and all this the article that goes along with it i think it's a that's that's more of a way to go let's try on like um to really make it work you know we need to set good foundations you know and not move so fast and and, and do 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 something that we might you know get ahead get ahead of ourselves i tell you though there's a lot of pressure to move fast and and this is kind of one of the problems that we have web 3 does move very fast but sometimes there's times you got to slow it down um, and some teams can't afford to slow it down which makes it hard and they launch at times where they shouldn't because there's pressures or there's like um, there's certain like uh, you know someone might be like not have money so they need to launch on the market or there's VC pressure, like if you have bad VCs and they push you to get their token unlocks, like to have their cliffs starting. And, you know, so, so there's always pressures to move faster. And there's times where it makes sense to show stuff and, you know, especially in a bear market, people get impatient. But then there's also merit with taking longer to uh, deploy certain things. But then there's the communication that comes with that, right? And I think with EclipsePad, we've been aware of this, that, you know, it's like, hey, okay, well, we haven't had updates for, you know, this much time. So now it's, you know, kind of releasing demos and trying to drip feed enough stuff that it's like people see that this thing's going on and there's lots of thought going on. But understanding that things take time and, and I'm trying to avoid this whole thing where we say we're going to launch on a specific date and then the tech's not ready because the development landscape's, you know, actually very different to what you perceive. I mean, even the thoughts of like building on Juno, as, as Exo uh, Shas said, like, you know, there's the reality of the thought process was, hey, we're going to be able to move from Terra to Juno. It's going to be an easy code migration and everything. And then, you know, you get to Juno and it's a very, very different story, right? Um, and, you know, I see that. And I'm not a dev myself, but I work with my devs at Eclipse and I see kind of how, and these, I'm, I mean, one, one of the main things I have for Eclipse is an absolute machine. He helped to build Phantom Blockchain. And I see what it takes. I see that there's like, you know, things take time in terms of like, especially implementation and, and all this extra stuff. So, you know, things do take time. Um, and it's just, yeah. And, and not just that, like, I mean, even what, you know, uh, Jabba was saying, like building a pitch deck can take ages. Just building a pitch deck and going through funding rounds can be like a full-time job that is like a monster of a task. And that can take a founder like away from other tasks for like a good two months plus, right? So there's all these extra things that go into building a business and we're used to Web3 being like a six-month rollout. But in the traditional space, these things take like a very, very long time. So I think there's some importance to kind of having some grace around that as well and, um, and especially when it's a bare understanding that, that good things do take some time. I think yeah, just to, to sorry, just to back that up, I think absolutely the expectations uh, – Everything happens at a faster pace in crypto, but perhaps the, the, there needs to be a balance of realization that certain things, even in this space, if you want them done right and without you know, problems, bumps in the road, that, that deep planning and deep thinking needs to take place. 
Yep, totally agree with that. It's the dif to differentiate between uh, speed and precipitation. That's very important. Like, uh, especially with the tech, with the tech thing, some some things you cannot get it. Like, uh, you don't you don't have a second chance. You know, once once there's a, a um, I don't know how to say it in English, but in fight, like um, when there's a risk, you know that people they, you cannot play with that. You know, so that's why this hope everything goes for the best always. Um, unfortunately, I'm personally going to have to drop off in in, in, in about sort of five minutes. But uh, um, I'm really blown away by this is the first time Simon and I have managed to get together on a space since our series was was interrupted by uh, uh, some very exciting times for Simon, sort of moving country and traveling around various different parts of the world. But a really, really good uh, panel type discussion. We're, we're definitely going to start doing the, these again very regularly and hopefully at a time where I'm not literally on my lunch break at work. <laughs> <laughs> but I, I've, I've very much enjoyed it. So I just wanted to chip in with that. Happy if you guys want to continue and I can just sit quietly in the background. But equally, I know, Simon, you've got a, a heavy diary as well. May, may I just congratulate you on your on your new PM, like uh, Liz? I hope it stays longer. This one seems like it will be staying a little bit longer than Liz Truss. So congratulations, sir. <laughs> Funnily enough, at the start of this, I would say to Simon, since we've last spoken, uh, in my country's had three prime ministers and uh, we've, we've had two monarchs. <laughs> so, that's, uh, yeah, there's, there's, a, there's a, certainly a lot of change uh, where I live. So, yeah, we did actually joke about that. Um, yes, we, we, I think this one will certainly last longer than Liz Truss. Um, she's become a byword for everything that's completely unplanned and disastrous. So if you have a real truss up, it's... <laughs> <laughs> so she'll go down in history or infamy, I think. <laughs> um, but, uh, but there we go. Uh, sort of a very strange blip or, or, or massive um, boulder in the road, which uh, personally uh, was, was uh, quite painful. Uh, where we had a couple of weeks of uh, currency free fall, which did personally cost me quite a bit of money. But hey, that seems to be uh, fine for those people. Uh, <laughs> Uh, call me cynical. Anyway, I don't want to get too much into politics, but uh, no, I no, appreciate that. Uh, it's the old Chinese curse. Maybe be blessed with um, uh, constant change. <laughs> we will see what happens. Um, so on that note, I, as I say, personally need to drop off in a moment. Um, we'll, we'll definitely stick with um, uh, these regular spaces. They may float around a little bit, but no, thank you everyone for joining us. And uh, I can see that uh, Terra Spaces are on as well. So thank you as always. I know it's short notice and uh, Finn and, 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 and the gang do an excellent job of capturing um, all of these great, great events across the cosmos and sharing them for people to uh, enjoy afterwards. And hopefully without that technical blip where I think we lost the sound for a minute, uh, all that gets cleaned up accordingly. So thank you as always. Um, um, uh, if anyone wants to continue for a few more minutes, by all means, but I will probably go on silent or if everyone's happy, we can wrap it up and uh, do, do something again another time. Yeah, thanks for, uh, thanks for jumping on, Super Terra. And it's so, it feels so good to have uh, these spaces back. I mean, we, we built some really cool community around this and I think these are important. And it becomes harder when you get into the weeds and changing time zones and stuff to keep it up. But I'm excited. I think uh, I'm excited to keep these going and to build some really cool community. Um, I mean, we're going to build really cool community with Eclipse anyway. It's going to be pretty awesome, and we're going to be doing like lots more spaces as well, even for that. I think that's a really key piece. So it's just keeping that structure going. I think that's the important thing. Um, but, yeah, exciting.
Excellent. Well, on, on that note, um, yeah, well, I think we could probably just call it a wrap and uh, let's do this again very soon. And I think next time, uh, now we're sort of back into the swing of things. This was more of a what have we all been up to type conversation. We'll probably do a, a bit like we, we used to do. We'll focus on a particular topic or area, look look to get some guest speakers in in advance. So thank you, everyone, for jumping on with, with literally no notice. Um, I think I put it out last night, my time, but it was quite uh, quite late. But Simon and I obviously sort of planned it um, for a few days so we will do something um, again very soon indeed look forward to it thanks for checking out another episode of the ether that was super terra and simon chadwick return of the cosmos chats a catch-up recorded on friday october 28th 2022 for terraspaces.org i'm finn thanks for listening and if you want to keep listening head on over to terraspaces.org slash donate and show some support. Put your hands up like you got a couple questions. Ain't no misdirection, just a bunch of flexing. All aggressive, insane from all directions. Smoke blows in when I start a session. Plank canvas, blaze up the handlers. Rocking back and forth like I got the van stuck. Don't grind the clutch, mind your hush. Put your mask on and don't touch the antlers. Feeling untouchable when I'm on the verse. But in the universe, I'm just writing some words. Enticing these nerds while I'm laying out my memoirs. Like, remember when I had to fight the centaur? I'm a book nerd, let me take you on the journey Lost in the labyrinth, searching out the lost fern For certain, got the taxes included Acting like a writer, never felt secluded Another fixed game of try my love Go lighten up dog. it could always be worse Unless you're in the back of a hearse Then you're dead or putting in new speakers It's a toss up, driver or just tweakers Don't stress yo, I've done the research Living life like a bunch of fucking lemurs It's a remake, off the cutting floor we take A little bit of poison and put it in the cheesecake Tastes great, less filling Less stress, more killing As he blew the cornerstone out the building And the box came tumbling down all humble Feels like we're drowning in a little puddle Rebuttal, I should be taking off in the shuttle Getting high in space with the Hubble